0: Welcome to Manage Your Damn Money with Ben and Malcolm, where we trade in personal finance advice for entertaining conversations about money. And I, for one, am very excited about the prospect of vacationing at National Landing. Welcome, world, to another episode of Manager Damn Money with Ben and Malcolm, where we have been gone for a minute, but we are now, as they say, back at the jump off, sir. As Lil Kim says, at least. Indeed, indeed. It's been a while since I've seen your face, sir.
1: Yeah, indeed. Um, I got to admit, though, I was I was a little bit disappointed when you first pulled up. I just knew I was going to get a chance to see this new uh, this new minivan uh, <laughs> that I figured you had to have by now.
0: Uh-huh, no. You do, you, uh, kids do not come with a minivan once they're born. I thought that was included. Like, I thought when you leave the hospital, they make
1: sure you have a car seat and a minivan <laughs> to put that car seat in. Uh-huh. Or in your case, a minivan to
0: put those three car seats in. Absolutely. And that's the only way they'll legally let you leave the hospital. <laughs> with the minivan of course um uh, and of course if you're not familiar uh, we had to take a quick break here at manager damn money because i had a major life event uh That's my wife, a way to put it indeed indeed my wife and i had uh triplets uh three beautiful baby girls they're doing well they're home rocking our world every single day <laughs> uh, and now we're just you know getting into the swing of things it's been a wild ride man it's been a very wild ride um i i, I think I thought, like, this is a show about money and finances. I would have thought, like, my financial life would be almost in ruin by now or on the way to. That's not true. But what is true is my long-term... You haven't been a dad long enough to... Well, but, you know, you know me. I'm, like, I'm hyperventilating about the prospect. Um, But what is ruined is my long-term committed relationship with sleep. Mm. That is struggling. I'm in a long-distance relationship at this point. We're trying to make it work. You know, we have to... I hear the sleep is the first to go. It's, I mean, it's really... I'm afraid to
1: tell you what's, what, what's number two. What's number two? The hair. <laughs> I, I hate to, to, to break that one to you, but they say the sleep is the
0: first to go and then it's uh, the hair. Well, I do have more grays, which I'm cool with. And then they'll just gray and gray and, you know. I wouldn't mind a little distinguishing gray uh, on top of my head. That makes it look like I know what I'm talking about. If you say so. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Any news on your
1: end, sir? Nothing spectacular in comparison to bringing new life into the world. Uh-huh. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the home shopping process. I think I told you last time,
0: right. last time we talked. Um, and now, what, what precipitated that? Uh, what do you mean? You I mean, like, got, it, did any news come across that maybe inspired that, or you remember I'm engaged, right? Oh uh, yes. Okay. Just oh, did you oh, asked me, done. did
1: any news come across? I <laughs> didn't know if like that. That yeah. So I mean, we, we had intended to. Uh, find a place at some point after the wedding and it just so happens that we we maybe have found a place that we're interested in buying right now. That yeah, that's gonna kinda speed up that timeline a little
0: bit. But oh, well, well. I was um, wondering if the news, which we're actually covering in today's episode, Amazon landing in DC is oh, no. anything. No? No, no. 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 Okay. I, I'm I wanna stay as far
1: away from those Amazonians <laughs> as I possibly can.
0: It, it well uh, just to preview the conversation at hand on this episode, Amazon lands in DC and Malcolm is pissed about it. Uh, we're gonna talk <laughs> about that uh, a little bit later in the show, but as we always do on every, every episode of Manager Dan Damn Money, it is now time for headlines. Uh, the headline for this uh, show, this city is offering you $10,000 to move there. This was a fall 2018 piece on the Washington Post. Uh, the piece read, Tulsa is aiming to attract people by offering those who work remotely and entrepreneurs $10,000 to move there if they agree to stay for at least one year. The workers will receive cash that includes rent subsidies and stipends. The initiative, and this is in Tulsa, is the latest effort to persuade people to move to smaller cities. The programs dangle thousands of dollars in perks and incentives. Hoping to draw in workers who might otherwise settle in major metropolitan areas, Malcolm, would you move to Tulsa for ten thousand dollars? Oklahoma's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I figured um, you already knew that. I can my figure. list of
1: states you couldn't pay me enough money to move to.
0: So ten thousand
1: isn't enough. And, I, and, and all, in all honesty, that list is getting slimmer and slimmer right. as we go through like election cycles, <laughs> and I get a chance to see where uh, America's true colors. <laughs> That list is getting slimmer and slimmer by the minute. That is hilarious. Um, but Oklahoma is definitely on that
0: list. That's hilarious. Um, the article went on to say, since the financial crisis, the country's most prosperous cities have become more, economic, more economically dominant, according to a Brookings Institution report um, on economic inequality. The rise of the information technology era has rewarded areas that are already densely developed, um, dubbed Tulsa Remote. The program is sponsored by the George Kaiser Family Foundation, whose website for the initiative has received more than 6,000 applications since it went live earlier this month. Um, and then one of the people who is an executive director at the foundation said, uh, what did he say? I am surprised and elated by the response, um, by the enormous amount of momentum out of the box. And that's in response to like the 6,000 applications, Malcolm. So do you think like we're at 31 and it, that feels like that's a, it's a little late for a program like this for us. But do you see programs like these persuading like, recent grads, especially young adults, to like, move to cities like Tulsa? I think to the contrary.
1: Okay. I think these programs are probably, in the minds of the people who concocted them, right. designed to get that recent grad to come there. Uh-huh. But I think that recent grad is more interested in living in D.C. Uh-huh. And, and living check to check and having <laughs> a ball. I think the person this is probably more likely to actually bring mm-hmm. is you and I. Mm. The person that looks at it and goes, I don't want to raise a family in an area where child care costs $2,000 per head right. per month. Right. I'd rather do it in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where right. child care is like $125 a year. That's true. So I think realistically, that's who's more likely to jump at that. All right. But with that said, from what I understand, this program is offering you $10,000 one time mm-hmm. to move there. $10,000 will buy you half a house in Tulsa, <laughs> Oklahoma, so that's attractive. But right. then what am I going to do next year
0: and right. the year after
1: and, after uh, and the so asc- on?
0: After the incentives have worn off. Um, and a total package of $10,000 is spread out over the year and covers uh, $2,500 in moving expenses, uh, monthly payments of $500, which could go to, like, student loans or something like that. Um, and then also to cover rent, $1,500 after living in Tulsa for one year. Um, The person quoted in the story says, there are other benefits that make the offer even richer, which includes about 300 per month, and additional rent, rental insurance. Um, so it's it's an interesting thing. Do you think, like, long-term this will be something that uh, will help smaller cities compete against larger cities in terms of drawing talent? No. No. <laughs> no. Not for younger talent. Uh-huh. I think what
1: you'll get is folks who are in their mid to late 30s right. who are savvy enough to realize that this is their chance to do things like pay off their student loans, sure. like you mentioned. Um, maybe get a competitive advantage in a city that not a lot of people who have whatever certification you have in like human resources or something for example there's not as much competition as there is in dc so i moved to that place but it's really hard to to overcome the fun of living in a major <laughs> met- metropolitan area right? right like i've actually lived in dc walking distance to the fun right it's going to be hard to convince a person like me sacrifice that to move to tulsa oklahoma or right. anywhere else in middle america even for uh semi-subsidized
0: rent right that's true well a question that's tulsa's like a small city that's on your list of never move there's. um what about other mid-tier cities like what if miami Doing so Miami's hard. not a mid tier city. Is it? I no. mean, in my mind it is. So here's
1: the interesting thing Florida's on my list. <laughs> Miami All is the Florida. caveat.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm at the point where I'm like, man, just give Florida to the ocean. <laughs> like they just like, I don't know how many elections have been ruined by the state of Florida, uh-huh. but I'm just tired of them. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I think a mid tier city would be like a Nashville, Tennessee. Right. I don't know if Houston, Texas, I mean, Austin, Texas counts as mid anymore. It's probably too large now. People have really, but Nashville is one that I keep reading about that like the median home value keeps going up, up, up to the point that retirees who moved there five years ago to get away from big city living are complaining about the lack of affordable housing because you and I keep moving there Uh, and raising the the, the housing costs. And so then that raises the cost of everything else on them. After this was their retirement plan, right. so I think places like that would be happy to see you know those incentives go away right. and keep us from from raising the rent on them. <laughs> um, but I also don't see me being interested in right. taking advantage of those uh,
0: incentives. Last last question before we go to our first break: um, If if someone heard this show and was like, oh, I'm going to go apply because my family lives in Tulsa or I've always wanted to move to Tulsa. And Said wanna... by no one ever, but continue. <laughs> um, how could it help or impact their personal finances if they enrolled, got approved, and then moved to Tulsa and went followed through the whole program? Like, how would it help? I've got the perfect analogy for you. You know how I love analogies. Uh-huh.
1: If I were as logical and practical and economist as my brain loves to tell itself, right. I would drive a Hyundai. <laughs> A Hyundai Sonata is probably the most logical, sensible car out there. Absolutely. 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty, Can't 99 miles to the gallon. It right. costs you like 16 grand brand new. <laughs> I should be driving a Hyundai Sonata. Right. However. However. That other part of my brain that's like, no, like I I, I cannot be seen uh-huh. driving a Hyundai Sonata uh-huh. is the reason why I don't think programs like this will happen in waves. Uh-huh. They'll have some some people who are right. smarter than I am that say later for that, like, I'm going where the money is right. and where the opportunity is. Right. But then you, I think, are going to have more people
0: like myself who are like, nah. Right. Like I ain't doing that. Well, we try, guys. <laughs> so, uh, we just want to remind you, you're listening and watching Manager Damn Money with Ben and Malcolm. And you can always catch past episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And of course, please, please, please leave us a review. Tell people you're happy we're back. Um, if you have a question that you want us to answer or a subject you want us to cover, send it to us info@managerdamoney.com. Um, and of course, you can follow us on social media. Malcolm, what is your handle? Uh, at Malcolm on Money. And of course, mine is at mydm with a one on the end, mydm1. Um, and you can always catch us on Facebook, facebook.com/managerdamoney. This is mydm with Bennett Malcolm. We will be right back. Thanks for listening to manage your damn money with ben and malcolm are you interested in more entertaining fare covering money and millennials treat yourself to a copy of my book fictitious financial fairy tale a completely untrue story about money friends and moscow mules available now on Big brother i mean amazon it's packed with laughs and will look great on your living room coffee table enjoy the rest of the show Welcome, welcome back to Manage Your Damn Money with Ben and Malcolm, where today's conversation at hand is Amazon lands in D.C. and Malcolm is pissed about it. This was Malcolm's biggest fear. Amazon would come to Washington, D.C., increase traffic on a less than stellar public transportation system and make his life more difficult. That's right. Amazon uh, is touching down at the immediately gentrified and renamed (laughs) area of National Landing, better known as Crystal City, Virginia. Um, Though neither of us are technically Virginia residents, we do live in the greater Washington, D.C. area and will feel the effects of the Amazon headquarters. Um, On this episode of MRDM, we will cover the implications of a trillion-dollar company like Amazon setting up shop in our backyard. And of course, this is about the news of Amazon picking its quote-unquote HQ2, Um, and they didn't pick one place, they actually picked two, which we'll get into. Um, Amazon's grand search for a second headquarters ends with a split. Um, NYC and a DC suburb, and this was an NPR piece in the fall of 2018. Um, instead of building a massive second headquarters in one location, Amazon announced recently that it would build two offices, one in New York City or just off of New York City, and another in Northern Virginia. Um, the specific locations are the Long Island City neighborhood in Queens, New York, and Arlington, Virginia, where Amazon expects to start hiring in 2019, using temporary space while new campuses get designed and built. Um, Amazon said it will invest five million five billion, excuse me, and that each location would get more than twenty five thousand jobs paying an average of more than one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Um, in Arlington, the jobs will be located in what Amazon has called national landing, which was like the joke in the opening. If you didn't get it, um, a rebranded name for the neighborhood known as Crystal City near Reagan. Airport. Um, the company also announced it will open an operations center in Nashville um, with more than five thousand new jobs. So, Malcolm, this is a moment for you to shine. Tell us why you're mad. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: there, there's just so many things. Like first and foremost, when they when they put this request for proposal out over a year ago now, right. I think they initially said, "Give us your best shot, right. America. <laughs> we are going to bring fifty thousand jobs in HQ 2 your town if you make the package sweet enough. Right, wow me. So, problem number one, Mm -hmm. wow me. Right. So now you're telling the tax-paying citizens of that city Mm -hmm. to pay for you to come make their lives more complicated, (laughs) essentially. So, like, if they had come to literally D.C. proper, right. or actually in Maryland where we're sitting now, right. I would care a little bit more, okay. but I still care because you basically said, Virginia residents, you are going to have to pay for the privilege of having us come disrupt your life. Right. And we're bringing 50,000 at the time. It was quoted. Right. They didn't tell us they were going to have Split it. HQ2A and HQ2B. <laughs> but they said basically, like, Dance for me, and but, then I'm gonna tell you who gets to. And so, uh, yeah. everybody rolled out the red carpet, it,
0: everybody gave it their best shot. It was a bit of a show,
1: it, absolutely. It was a show. I mean, I can't tell you how many like business roundtables I got invited to where they wanted to talk about the effects of if Amazon lands here and why you should write Amazon and tell them that they should come here because we're the greatest show on earth, uh-huh. basically. Like, so now Amazon comes and they chose New York City, right, and the nation's capital. Neither of which are hurting for any of the. The things two that... places that needed jobs the worst, right? <laughs> like, so you did that whole dog and pony show. You went right. to Atlanta. You went to Nashville. Uh, you went to I don't know Oklahoma City or something. <laughs> Tulsa like. maybe. Okay, same same. <laughs> so you went to Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, and you put on this whole you know front. Mm. Meanwhile, knowing all along, because I've been telling you for at least the last like eight. Nine months right. I thought Loudoun County, Virginia Which is just south of where they ended up landing right. Was where it was going to, to end up being okay. So you went through all this Put everybody through all this I don't know how much money people spent On these proposals And putting right. these uh, uh, projections together And rolling out the red carpet For Jeff Bezos and his team right. The people who needed the money the least By the way <laughs> Like you should have paid me To prepare my proposal for you <laughs> So just the fact that they went about it this way And I think uh I can't remember the lady's name that just won the congressional seat in New York. Um, Ocasio Cortez. Uh, Cortez, right. Uh. So she's like immediately after they said, we're going to end up deciding to move this thing to, to Queens. Right. She's like, no, right. we don't want you. <laughs> like, you're going to gentrify out the last few people right. who actually are Queens residents. So, I mean, and, it's just... So we're
0: going we're to talk about her criticism as well. Um, so many things. <laughs> but uh, that's why Malcolm's mad. Um, Amazon said it expects to receive incentives of $1.525 billion in New York and almost $600 million in Arlington. So those are the incentives where you talk about residents paying to have them come um based on the jobs it brings and the spaces it occupies the company said it would generate an estimated 10 billion dollars in extra tax revenue over the next 20 years in new york and an ex- ex- estimated 3.2 billion in arlington uh the biggest draw of course um for this whole htq h2q bidding process was the promise of the 50,000 jobs and also the uh, six-figure salaries for uh workers um the latest average wage already is already around 100 hundred thousand dollars a year in Arlington, mm-hmm. which is to your point, it's not an area that's really hurting in that way. I would have thought it was higher than that, right? Um, and then the average wage in Manhattan is wow, one hundred sixty thousand dollars a year. Um, although the average wage in Queens is just under fifty thousand, fifty-five thousand dollars. So Queens is kind of off of the main strip that people think about when you think of New York. Sure, um, but it's for still now. It's still <laughs> right, not for long. Um, a- Amazon said it will receive incentives incentives from New York State of, like I said, one point five. Two five billion, including uh, tax credits based on the percentage of salaries it expects to pay employees and a cash grant based on the square footage of buildings it occupies over the next 10 years. Um, And then Arlington said it would get uh, 573 million in state and local incentives, including 550 million cash grant from the Commonwealth of Virginia for creating high paying jobs over the next 12 years. Uh, Malcolm, so you kind of alluded to this and it's a question that I have. Is this something that, Like the question is more this: Companies often negotiate on the terms of bringing their business to a particular locale. Like Mm -hmm. I think this has happened before. There's precedent for this. Certainly, certainly not on this level. Not this dog and pony. Amazon only does it big. Right, indeed. So, what's the incentive for elected officials who ultimately make these decisions uh, to be successful in moving businesses to come to their cities? I mean, that's the the double-edged sword of
1: being a politician. In this day and age, right, you've got to say and do the right things to attract that business. Right. And then also say and do the right things to convince your citizens that you're not selling them out, even though you essentially did. Right. Because somebody's got to pay for all these subsidies that we're talking about. Right. Absolutely. And it isn't going to be the governor. (laughs) So... You got this this two things that are at odds constantly on on, on making that decision. And so, uh, frankly, it's not an enviable position to be in Mm. because you either tell the corporations you either play it straight up or don't come here. Right. And then you run the risk of now you live in a place where you don't have as much business tax revenue to generate. So now you've got to tax the homeowners who want to leave because they're – Homeownership taxes right. are too high, so it 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 sucks. But I, I I agree with your point about what kind of precedent does this set going forward? Right. Because I may not be as large as Amazon.
0: Sure. But what if I'm half the size as Amazon? What if I could bring ten thousand jobs to your city?
1: Or not even ten thousand. Like they're they're talking about. You know, fifty thousand was initially the number, mm-hmm. but they settled and threw five thousand down in Tennessee somewhere, and it was like, oh, by the way, <laughs> we, we also are going to open a fulfillment center. Here you go. Here you go. So, you go. just 5,000, let's right. say, because who knows what the, the uh, was it
0: Memphis? Uh, that got the ex- they Nashville. Got the five, Nashville? Yeah. Who
1: knows what Hoops Nashville had to jump through just to get those 5,000 right. jobs, right? right? Or we've got a fulfillment center up in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what Hoops Maryland had to jump through to, to get, get them to agree to. So, now that that ground has been ceded to Amazon, right. they could certainly double back next right. year and go, mm-hmm.
0: Well, actually we, we got HQ three on right.
1: deck. So actually, we need a fulfillment center in <laughs> five places, right. you know, and you've already shown us your hand now. Right. So you can't go back and say you don't have the money. Right.
0: Give us incentives to build more. Right. And it's interesting because you mentioned the tax implications. The way that works is a city can't get the tax revenue from a business. They have to get it from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And now probably likely, most likely is usually tolls on the road or uh, property taxes, or taxes on property, like your cars. Because there's not many places you can draw tax income as a a municipality. If you can't
1: attract businesses to your locale, then your home ownership taxes have got to go up to subsidize it. Absolutely. And so that is going to be a a, a significant detractor. If you're the governor or whoever, mayor or whoever puts your foot down and says, I'm not going to dance for Amazon, (laughs) okay.
0: You know, once those taxes go up, see if folks aren't dancing right out of office. So, So. So this is an interesting, like, you just describe an interesting, like, Quagmire or Catch-22 where you have term bound elected officials negotiating for long term business incentives and then also essentially losses for the city Mm or municipality is like, where is this going? And is this a good thing?
1: I don't think it's a good thing, but I think it's something that it's it's so instilled in our system. Right. It's gonna be really hard to get it out. Right. I, I think, frankly, businesses get away with enough as mm-hmm. it is. Like simultaneously, while you're getting these tax cuts mm-hmm. from you know the state that you're gonna be moving your business to, mm-hmm. you also just got a reduction in uh, federal taxes on businesses from the. President. right. So they just brought down the federal, you know, uh, corporate tax rate right. to 21%. Mm. Then you also just gave them incentives at the state level. Right. They're not paying any taxes at all. <laughs> so they're occupying all the same amenities as I am, driving right. on the same roads, building but, on the same dirt. Right. But they're not paying anything for it. Right. I, as a citizen, am paying way more than I feel like I should. Ah. So, you know, then what signal ah. are you
0: sending? Cap, so uh, capitalism
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it, you know it just that system itself as everybody continuously capitulating to the business community right saying pick us pick us and we'll give you this and we'll give you that those are the people that need it the least right and you're giving it all the to them instead of
0: your residents right but absolutely. how do
1: you stop that train that's already this far down the tracks i don't
0: know last question before we go to our second break malcolm Uh, additional high paying jobs will be great for areas that see companies like Amazon build a major presence in their space, especially now that like, like you said, a precedent has been set for this kind of thing. But what are some of like the unintended consequences of that people talk about, um, when you have a major company moving into a city and let's, let's say it was a city that wasn't already like really well to do like Virginia or New York. Mm -hmm. Um, what are some of the consequences of it? Well,
1: I mean, obviously affordable housing mm-hmm. becomes an issue. Right. Um, and I'm sure we've probably beat that drum to death on this show alone. Absolutely. But separately from that, if you move to an area that nobody's really paying attention right. and you've got, you know, the, the local elected officials on your payroll almost mm-hmm you can do things to the citizens that you wouldn't normally be able to do if people were watching, like where you've got these oil refineries and stuff that are dumping their sludge into the water and then it affects the population and people grow up and grow tumors in places they shouldn't be growing them because of the irresponsible company that just came and landed in their backyard. Well, a lot of times because that company has the money and the influence, Mm -hmm. people aren't actually stepping up and calling them out like they should and normally would. And so that has a negative impact on the citizens that also are paying taxes to subsidize having the company there to kill them in the first place. (laughs) So, I mean, it's just, you know, you can tell whose side I'm
0: on. Right. There's
1: always so, you know, so many layers to it that, like, I mean, it's great. Americans need jobs, all that good stuff. But frankly, the people that they're creating these jobs for, who are the computer science graduates from Stanford, don't really need this specific job, right? (laughs) Like building a fulfillment center that pays $18 an hour, that I could graduate from high school and jump right into that job, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it does actually change something significant in my life, Uh that's a different conversation. But, you know one computer scientist getting a job in Virginia, Amazon versus Seattle,
0: isn't really gonna rock the
1: boat too much.
0: Indeed, like. indeed. Uh, well, I want to remind people you are uh, listening and watching manager damn money with Ben and Malcolm. You can always catch past episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, Spotify, please, please, please leave us a review. And also like comment, tell us how we're doing. Um, if you have a question or a subject you want us to cover here on the show, send it to us info at manager You can always catch us on social media uh my handle is at mydm1 malcolm what's yours uh at malcolm on money and of course that's on instagram and on twitter and you can always catch us on facebook facebook.com backslash manager damn money this is mydm with ben and malcolm we will be right back Welcome back to Manager Damn Money with Ben and Malcolm, where the conversation at hand for this episode, Amazon lands in D.C., and Malcolm is clearly pissed about it. (laughs) Uh, Criticism of the city selected for HQ2 and the incentive incentive packages they offered have come under fire. Um, We tried to be somewhat, like, fair and balanced, as they say on the front end. I I, will give you credit. I tried. You tried to be fair and balanced. I tried. Now we're going to get into a little bit of the uh, criticism of... Amazon having done what it did uh, and the first headline that we have here is Alexandria Ocasio-cortez who Malcolm referenced on the other end of the uh, show Amazon headquarters in Queens is extremely concerning she says this was a fall 2018 piece on cNbc.com uh, many c- cities were eager many cities were eager to attract Amazon's additional headquarters but Alexandria Oca- Ocasio-cortez recently elected to represent the 14th congressional district of New York which borders the district that includes Long Island City is not excited about the company moving into the neighborhood and of course she's the young woman who was elected to congress at age 28 so she's like the youngest congressperson um, i think ever elected to, to uh, congress um, she said on twitter amazon is a billion dollar company the idea that it will receive hundreds of millions of dollars in tax breaks at a time when our subway is crumbling and our communities need more investment not less is extremely concerning to residents here Um, Housing displacement is a major concern of Ocasio-Cortez's she's a vocal advocate for affordable housing and says she fears that Amazon's decision to set up shop in Queens will hasten gentrification increase housing prices and displace current residents Um, Ocasio-Cortez argued that there are several factors that communities should think about before being lured into these kind of partnerships like kind of what you were talking about Malcolm. Um, and major corporations, among them a commitment to hiring within the existing community, the quality of work conditions, wages, benefits, and the ability for workers to bargain collectively or also known as, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, unions. unions. Right. You actually made me think about something, though, that, mm-hmm. that uh, also
1: upset me when I uh, go ahead read about this. And uh-huh. specific to her mentioning the fact that the New York City subway system is crumbling. Right. So instead of <laughs> saying to Amazon if you're going to come here and make the subway system even worse than what it is for the is. folks that live here right. we need some money from you right amazon actually required the uh dc maryland virginia the the tri-state uh-huh. a- area if you will dc uh-huh. still not a state whatever that's a different <laughs> show but they required each one of them their uh, uh representatives to agree to put up money to fix the subway system wow. for the over the next five years wow. to improve that system because when they come here, it's going to put such a heavy load on So they're
0: not paying. They said you no, got to find the money. They said if you
1: want us to come to your city, uh-huh. you need to agree before we even tell you if you're selected or not uh-huh. to put money toward fixing your subway system. So they're also going to build, this is like, inside baseball for people that don't live in D.C., but the Silver Line, right. that additional subway line that they built that goes out to that part of Virginia, right. they also are going to build that specially for them to be able to travel it's be an Amazon corridor. Style. Yeah, because <laughs> that's where the housing to support right. Amazon is going to go. Right, And so they're like, we need our own subway you know, stops you,
0: for our employees, but you're going to pay for them. You know what line comes to mind in my mind when you said all that? Pimpin' ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it is. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it is. You it, just indeed, indeed. It says, uh, the story when I mean, Ocasio-Cortez went on to say, we need to focus on good health care, living wages, affordable rent. Corporations that offer none of these things should be met with skepticism. She wrote, It's possible to establish economic partnerships, real opportunities for working families, instead of a race to the bottom competition. And it should be it should be noted that Ocasio-Cortez is like a... She, I, she calls herself a socialist, mm-hmm. is that correct? Yeah, so... Th- She's Bernie Sanders Jr. You can, you can call it what it is. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, so more criticism uh, came across in a different article. Um, New, York, New Yorkers condemned Bezos at an anti-Amazon HQ2 rally in Queens, and this was a piece on Vox.com in the fall of 2018. Um, at a rally in Long Island City, protesters and politicians spoke out against the, quote-unquote, corporate welfare given to Amazon. Amazon released its short list of 20 cities, as we mentioned in January, and required all the elected officials involved to negotiate to sign non- non-disclosure agreements, which is like, again, the negotiating thing, which is kind of weird, um, which meant that the details of the deal remained top secret even as news about HQ2 winners began leaking. Um, they promised jobs won't, wouldn't, won't be they said that jobs won't be created immediately, and they're going to cost the host cities massively. Um, I kind of talked about how much it would cost each city already. Um, New York, which offered Amazon $1.5 billion in subsidies, which we talked about. Um, and then a person at this rally was quoted as saying, think about how crazy this is. A private company forced the government to sign a secrecy agreement and not tell its own people what it's doing with this money. Oh, they got me on record? That, that,
1: <laughs> that sounds like something I said. You were there? I, I wish.
0: <laughs> That's funny. That to me is like, wow, that one quote.
1: Just so, like I said at the top of the show, so many things wrong. The only caveat mm-hmm. I would throw in there is I have no real insight into Amazon's benefits package for their salaried employees. Right. And I make that distinction because the hourly employees have already been grumbling for years that right. Amazon doesn't offer. All that great pay they had to be forced to raise their minimum wage like to 15 by 2020 or something like that. Right. So Amazon already is getting condemned for not offering great enough pay. Mm -hmm. They also are being Mm -hmm. condemned for not offering enough leave to their employees. And the health benefits that they announced last year, they were working on some conglomerate with J.P. Morgan and Berkshire Hathaway to provide great health care to their employees. Well, you have the most money out of anybody in the world. Right. Just give them good health. Food. <laughs> like we don't need to make this into this great big debate around right. the American healthcare and system. How to do it? Be the change you want to see. Yeah. Amazon, you, right? You have the money to do it. Right. Fix it. Right. Like you figured out how to fix the fact that it took too long for the thing that I saw online to come to my house, and so I decided I didn't want it anymore. By the right. time it got here, and I returned it, <laughs> you decided, okay, we're gonna ship to you in two hours. Right. You fix that. <laughs> Fix the healthcare for your employees. Right. So if it was a situation where it was a company that had a great reputation for taking care of its employees mm-hmm. and doing right by its folks, mm-hmm. then I would have a lot less to say because I would say, well, those are 50,000 jobs they're going to create right. for people that now get to leave a job that maybe doesn't pay as much as it should mm-hmm. or doesn't have as great health benefits or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, no, they're just like the rest of them. Right.
0: So, you know, what Indeed. are you bringing us? Indeed. Um, real quick question: Do you see some of the things that have happened in, say, San Francisco, um, Silicon Valley, where it's increased, where six-figure income is considered low income?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, do you see that happening in Virginia and then also in New York? I don't know that
1: we can get all the way there, okay. to where folks are, are are sleeping in RVs in an RV park and they make half a million dollars a year Literally. and they're saying there's nowhere for me to live. Right, no. Right. No hyperbole there. Right. That's just, uh, but, I mean, I could also see... I really hope this doesn't happen. Uh-huh. But I could also see these Amazonians mm-hmm. creating, like... A tiny home community outside of Reagan National Airport. That would be Or awful. there's like, you know, container homes on the tarmac or something. Like, all those creative things right. that you millennials get, you right. know, uh, uh, criticized for. Right. I see all those things cascading their way here, and I don't want any of it. I imagine them
0: massaging beard oil into their <laughs> face <laughs> while outside on the stoop of their tiny <laughs> container home.
1: Like, you might be a little more positive on this, because as a Californian, you can kind of identify a little little bit with the mindset, but Uh, I'm just looking at it shaking my fist from my porch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go and get off my state,
0: right? Like <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, so we've discussed on the show Malcolm a proposal by Elizabeth Warren. If you if you didn't hear the show, you got to go back and listen. Um, to change corporate structures to give power back to normal people. Um, this congresswoman Ocasio Cortez is making noise about corporations being good citizens. At the same time that companies are taking swift actions on misbehavior by employees employees or leaders. Um, so my question is, are we experiencing a slight movement to bring some power back and play for average people? Um, are these gripes? Cause like I think what I'm trying to say is like you have the situations, you know, particularly with the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. where good corporate action is seen as like necessary, right? Mm-hmm. Will that infiltrate some of what's happening on the strictly business side? So whereas you just talked about Amazon, you could just give your employees good health care. Is there gonna be some intersection there at some point or no? I think this country is proving
1: that it has only two options, mm-hmm. one extreme or well, the yeah, other, yeah. right? I don't think we've, we've, and I don't know how it shakes out or if we just do ourselves in and, you know, the world blows up because <laughs> of us and mm-hmm. that's the end of it. Right. But, like, I don't know if we're capable at this point of right. having common sense be the ruling right. methodology. It's right. always somebody's ideology or the other's, right. and it's extreme left or extreme right. right. So, no, I don't think necessarily. Right. I don't really see too much... Because as soon as certain people start to talk, mm-hmm. Casey Cortez, Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. other people stop listening right and then the opposite is true on 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 the other side of the spectrum. As soon right. as certain people start talking, other people stop listening right. And so I, I just don't think that we really see that you know coming, to the middle mm. as, as that's just my
0: wishful thinking then uh, and I'm
1: just not as optimistic as you but, uh, You know maybe you're right and
0: I'm wrong but I just I
1: just don't see how we get there from here
0: indeed indeed well um, with that said that's a pretty poignant point I'd like to close on that um, I want to remind people uh, you can always catch past episodes of manage your damn money on Apple Podcasts SoundCloud Stitcher Google Play and of course Spotify please 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 leave us a review or a rating on any of those platforms that helps more people catch our show. If you have a question for us or a topic you want us to cover, send it to us, info at manageyourdamnmoney.com. And of course, you can always catch us on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is at mydm1, where you will see pictures of Manager Damn Money and triplets. Um, (laughs) And Malcolm, what's your handle? Uh, At Malcolm
1: on Money, where you will see tweets about the Cowboys or Something
0: related to Amazon. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Uh, We want to thank, once again, our partners here at Montgomery Community Media for another excellent show. Um, Until next time, be good with your money. Peace. Peace.